What's going on? Thank you for listening to the All Sports Best Podcast. I'm Trey, your host, and uh, it is day what seems like a thousand without sports, and so that's kind of rough, but we're going to talk about some sports anyways. We do have football kind of making moves and and different trades going on. Obviously, the Tom Brady thing kind of blew up, and that was interesting for sure. There's other moves that have been made around the NFL. We want to talk about those a little bit um, throughout today's podcast, and we have three really cool special guests on today. We got Johnny Angelis, Andy Christofferson, and Isaiah Grijalva on the show, and they're going to give us their perspectives throughout this quarantine. We know Andy works from home as it is. That's what he's done um, for the past, I want to say, three years now or two years, and then Johnny actually works at a bank, so he does still have to go to work. He's considered an essential worker, so we're going to get a a perspective from that angle, and then Isaiah is a student who, um, of course, wants to go to, you know, do the fun things at the end of the year and just can't, so right now, um, we're going to get all three perspectives and get that going. We hope that you're enjoying the show. We hope that you, if you listen to the podcast in the past, you're awesome. If you haven't yet, uh, we appreciate you for being here. Go check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, that's TikTok um, on social media. And you can check those out. Also, if you want a free sticker, uh, a couple of free stickers, you can go throw them on your phone. You can slap them on a, I don't know, wherever somebody's, you know, somebody else's phone. I don't know. Uh, let us know on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or even TikTok. Um, and we'll send those over to you. We'll just mail them over for free. No big deal and no contact. So we're going to stay safe guys, please stay in your houses. Um, and if you aren't staying at your house, please just stay safe and social distancing. Like they've been saying, I have to say it because I know I've been told that I need to say that on the air. So here we go here without further ado is our three guests for this podcast. Welcome to the all sports best podcast. Turn up the volume because it's time for your favorite sports show. Your one-stop shop for sports talk. Three, two, one. All right, guys, we're here with Johnny Angelus of Carlsbad, New Mexico, giving us his perspective um, from his work and some of the trips that were actually canceled for him. So, uh, Johnny, how you doing, man? Yeah, good, good so far this morning, as good as could be expected. Good, good. That's good. Uh, Johnny, I wanted to start off with your day-to-day life. You work at um, a bank here locally, and so everyday life doesn't really stop for you as it has for teachers and a lot of other um, occupations. You are typically having to go to work from when you're normally there to when you normally leave, right? That That, that is correct. We, we are considered... Uh, essential business. Uh, the banking world does not stop. And, and I honestly think that that is a good thing. I think that if you started saying or the community started saying, hey, the banks are, are going to be closed down, I think that that would cause a mass panic for sure. Mm-hmm. I think people would, would start thinking the sky is falling. I need to go get all my money out of the bank because the bank is closed. I'm not going to be able to access anything. I think that um, seeing what this has done and seeing all the different different businesses, I, I honestly at first thought, oh, well, we're definitely, we're not going to be, you know, we're, we're going to go to uh, uh, shortened hours or, or different things like that. Yeah. But the more and more you read about everything, the more and more I can see how that would, I think, cause one of the, the biggest panics out of anything if the banks were shut down. Yeah. And we've seen shortened hours on stores, groceries, um, different places like that just to help for stocking and things like that. But yeah, I, I completely agree with you on that. As a matter of fact, I guess you don't really think about it until, you know, something like this happens and you're like, okay, the bank actually does kind of let you keep a peace of mind. 
Uh, Johnny, tell me about some of the trips that you were planning to go to because I know you were planning to to take kind of a small vacation to um, basically across the nation and that all got canceled. Can you kind of tell me how when you found out and how you went about it? Sure. So uh, um, St. Patrick's Day weekend, the, the, this past weekend, I had a, a plan, uh, a trip scheduled with my son and my dad. We were actually going to Boston. Um, we were going to a Celtics game on, on Friday night, last Friday, I should say. We were going to a, a Bruins game on Saturday night along with the St. Patrick's Day parade. And then Sunday night, we were going to a, uh, a concert for a band called the Dropkick Murphys, who for the past 24 years has played on St. Patrick's Day and St. Patrick's Day weekend in Boston. Wow. So le- leading, leading up to that, um, Wednesday, the, we, were leaving thir- we were leaving last Thursday. Um, so Wednesday night is whenever the announcement came out that the NBA was, was canceled. And that was, I, we were sitting down, we were watching the game. We, uh, I forget which game, which game was on, but it's literally, they said that they were going to make the announcement on Thursday, what they were going to do. So as of Wednesday, at, let's say five o'clock, we were still going on the trip. Then wow. the whole big thing where the, uh, Thunder, I think it was the Thunder and Jazz got pulled off the court and the game stopped. Mm. Then they announced that Rudy Gobert had tested positive for the virus. Then the announcement came out that the NBA was canceled at you know six o'clock or six thirty our time. So that is when we made the decision to go ahead and, and cancel our trip and, and, and cancel everything just to make life easy. We still could have flown mm. to Boston. But as we figured out over the next couple of days, when we would have got there, we would have literally been able to do nothing because everything was closed down or canceled. Yeah. So you almost, I mean, it, the NBA almost saved you, kind of. Uh, yeah, and, uh, ab- absolutely, because that was one of our biggest fears, especially especially with the Thursday announcement. We thought, you know, if we, if we were flying on uh, Thursday morning, everything would have been fine. But then Thursday afternoon, when we were in the air getting to Boston, we thought that, you know, that's whenever they would have made the announcement. So basically, you know, surprise, you land in Boston. Oh, yeah, you can't go to the game. Or even worse than that, what happened in the Jazz Thunder game. We would have been at the game, ready to start the game, and then they would have said, oh, I'm sorry, the game is canceled. Yeah, that would be rough. So can you you tell me a little bit about, and I know we're bouncing back to the bank, but but when you show up to work, does anybody screen you? Do you have to go take some steps to make sure that you're fine to go? Or do you guys just go, well, I think we're fine? Um, As of right now, uh, the the bank seems to be constantly, um, constantly looking, looking for ways to improve um, in, in that regard. Um, as of right this second, there isn't anything that we are doing uh, uh, extra, as in you know screenings or, or anything like that. Uh-huh. Um, they are we are formulating a plan every single day, trying to figure out, hey, what, can we do this or can we do that or, or or things like that. Hey, do we need to take some time off? Do employees need to do this? But as of right now, we are just keeping an open dialogue uh, between between management, between employees, uh, all that sort of stuff, just trying to figure out what is the best way to go about this without causing mass panic or without causing the employees extra grief or an extra headache. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right, Johnny, you are one of the biggest pro wrestling fans that I've ever met, so I want to hear from you kind of how the wrestling world has taken this on and um, anything anything that they've done to either help the situation or – 
um, to just kind of make sure that nobody in the crowd is getting affected from this. So by canceling or anything like that. So uh, j- just recently they announced that all shows, and this goes for, we'll talk about the big uh, two pro wrestling organizations. You have WWE and you have AEW, who's the, the new startup company. So they have gone to what is known as an empty crowd arena. And these bigger companies, for example, WWE down in Florida has something called the Performance Center. Mm. The Performance Center is a ginormous indoor training facility, right? Okay. Where they, where all the wrestlers practice, where they train, all that sort of stuff. Well, inside the Performance Center, almost like in the NFL, NBA, where they have training centers, is you know they have a big ring set up and they have seats and all that sort of stuff. Well, for the foreseeable future, they haven't announced when yet uh, it's going to end, but they are broadcasting live on uh, WWE is doing on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. They're broadcasting their shows in front of an empty crowd. Okay, cool. Which, which is, in, in a way, of course, you know, lets them continue their live show, um, uh, w- w- you know, without a crowd, without the fear of, oh, I don't want to go, or, you know, I, I want to refund on my tickets, things of that nature. Yeah. But I tell you what, it gives it a really, really different atmosphere especially you, you can see how good of performers these guys are because just like sports, everybody's used to playing for the crowd. Everybody's used to feeding off the energy of the crowd. Yeah. And now when they're cutting or they're cutting promos or when they're talking to each other or waiting for a reaction, you're not getting any of that. Yeah. It's yeah. literally <laughs> dead silent after they give a promo it is just dead silent in there, which is, which is really weird. Yeah. That's like, Almost a hundred percent of, uh, I mean, not a hundred percent, but it feels like almost all of wrestling is just how does the crowd feel about it? Does the crowd not like this guy? Well, then that's exciting. You know, does this crowd love this guy? That's also exciting, but but not any uh, cheers is kind of a weird thing. I agree. Absolutely. As a, as a wrestler, you're supposed to get one of two reactions. You're supposed to get cheered. Um, if you're a baby face or a face as they call it, and you're supposed to get booed if you're a heel. And that's basically that gauges how you did for the night that they just want you to have a reaction. Yeah. And, you know, this is now on the grand scale of it. WrestleMania is the beginning of April. It's the biggest pro wrestling event of the entire year, not just for WWE, but all the small independent promotions. They follow WWE and they do a whole week long of activities during that week. WWE puts on the hall of fame ceremony. They put on uh, NXT uh, NXT pay per view. That is what they refer to as their mm. third brand, or you know, one step up from the big leagues. You know, they do that. They have all these different events, fan events called Access, and then the big WrestleMania show. All of this has been canceled as of right now, Jeez. and uh, as of as of right this minute, the uh, the WrestleMania pay per view is going on, but. They are going to do it two nights. They're doing it Saturday and Sunday. I believe it's April 5th and 6th or 4th and 5th, one of the two. They're doing it two nights from the Performance Center. So this is the company's biggest promotion, and they're doing it live in front of no crowd at the Performance Center. Yeah, wow. So at the training spot, right, like you said? Yes. Okay, yes. that's crazy. Okay, but and then, I'm assuming that for them – they're getting screened pretty heavily. They've been all tested as much as possible. Absolutely, yeah, because they can't afford to to no, grab that reputation. Absolutely, yeah, I mean, they, they, I think, I think they're probably doing 
doing along the same lines as what I've heard, like the NBA is doing, you know, getting a, a bunch of people tested yeah. saying for people to stay home. They're not going on the road and traveling. They're just, they're just coming into to, to the Florida area to do their, their TV tapings and, and, and all that sort of stuff. That's, that's what I've heard from them. And on another fun note, I, I read yesterday that just not putting on WrestleMania is going to cost them somewhere in the ballpark of 22 to $30 million. Oh, I believe it. Yikes. And that's one event. So I can't imagine all the live events and all the, and all the other things, but that is literally just WrestleMania, not in front of a crowd. Jeez. It's costing them somewhere between 22 and $30 million. So they're leaning hard on their sponsorships and endorsements to get through. You this. have to, you absolutely, you absolutely have to. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, rely on your wrestlers as well to be good ambassadors for you but yes you have to rely on those sponsorships that you build up still doing the live shows on the usa network and on, yeah. on fox on mondays and fridays you, you still have to rely on that because the sponsors are the ones still still paying your bills they're still advertising commercials while you're doing this yeah and that's what's kind of scary about it too because i mean you work at a bank so we can kind of talk about the financial side of things i mean if you absolutely, if your show absolutely relies on sponsorships like this one will, and the sponsors are like, Hey, sorry, we're really doing not. I mean, we're not doing as well as we were expecting to do. We're going to have to pull out of this one. Then the whole thing kind of dissolves, right? Absolutely. I, I, I mean, life, life as we know it as of right now is, is way different. It's yeah. more different in my lifetime, at least than I can ever, I, I've never seen anything like this in, in my lifetime, but you just have to, you have to rely and you have to hope that everybody pretends like it's business is normal and, hey, we're going to continue doing this and, hey, we're going to continue doing that so that, you know, the mass panic doesn't happen and we're like, oh, boy, we need to go out and find new sponsors or, hey, we need to change what we're doing so we can, you know, get get a good rating. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Johnny, I, want, I have one last question for you. Um, we know you work a full work day at the bank, but when you get your time off, like after the day's over or maybe on the weekends, what are you using, uh, that extra time to do now that you can't, you know, go out to restaurants. You can't really go out to do different things of leisure with a group anymore. You know, it, it, it's interesting. I, I told myself whenever, um, you know that all this is happening hey you're gonna you're gonna do some more stuff around the house things that you haven't had time to do but you know the biggest thing is, is spending time with family which is yeah. not a, a bad thing whatsoever you know sporting events are canceled um like you said we're not going out to restaurants we're not going out to eat something that i've enjoyed uh that, that we've done in family we, we've cooked every single night which is a little bit weird for us a family that's on the go that has a bunch of stuff to do yeah you know so we, we've cooked every night um we've been able to eat dinner every night together. So it's nice, absolutely nice from that perspective. And I, and it's even a little bit goofy for me to say, you know, it's different being able to eat every single night at six o'clock or six 30 yeah. rather than eight 30 grab and go where hey, I ate at six. It's got to eat at eight. Cause you're done with practice and, and things of that nature. Sure. No, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Johnny, for being on the show. Uh, I hope that everything goes well at work and, you know, we're praying, hoping and praying that, you know, this is all over within, the next few weeks at the, you know, at the most. Uh, absolutely. Uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And I hope everything goes back to normal. And, um, you know, we get to, we get to watch some live sports again. 
All right, guys, you heard it here. Johnny Angelus giving us his update from the bank, Carlsbad, New Mexico, and all the things that he had to cancel, which is really unfortunate to, to really think back on that. You have something you planned out. You're very excited about something like that, and then you have to just like give up your plans and just completely stay home. And a real bummer, but hopefully he gets to go and you know experience Boston still and, and have fun with that eventually at some point, right? It's got to happen. It's got to happen. All right, guys, the next guest I'm going to bring to you is one of my best friends since forever. His name's Andy Christofferson, one of the most positive guys I've ever met, one of the just best all-around people I've ever known. So I got to give show love to, to Andy, and, and of course, anytime he wants to jump on the podcast, it's always fun to have him. He just brings good energy, and like I said, the positive vibes that he brings is incredible. But uh, without further ado, here's our interview with Andy Christofferson. All right, guys, now I'm going over to Andy Christofferson. He's out of Athens, Georgia, and one of my best friends and definitely a, a, a returner to the show that's done really cool stuff for us in the past, including college football and uh, some social media content as well. Andy, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. How's it going, Trey? Doing all right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, I wanted to dive in right away to just your situation and where you're at. Your job... It, it consists of an online like interface as it is. Like you don't you don't even go out and meet physically, typically like on a normal day to day basis. So uh, this doesn't really affect your job necessarily, but how does it affect your life right now? Yeah, so I we work at a virtual school, um, so really nothing changed for us. We just kept going as normal, um, starting this last week, but. You know, life in general, man, um, Athens, our mayor has come out with a couple of different just state of emergencies, um, and one of them being total full quarantine. So, you know, grocery stores are only open from eight to five. Mm. Um, no place can congregate anymore. So at one point, like Monday or Tuesday, they said that you could go in, but like 10 people can only be in a restaurant right? Um, at a time. Now it's Nobody, you can do carry-out stuff, but um, no eating at a restaurant. Uh, this got so bad that our mayor has actually said that you can be um, fined um, if uh, caught with uh, too many people. And I don't know if that has gone into effect yet. That's just stuff that they've been talking about. Um, you know, so just the ability to, to kind of go out, you know, go see a movie. You know, all the movie theaters are closed down. And anybody yeah. who knows me knows I'm a huge moviegoer, so... Uh, that's a bummer. Sporting events. Athens is huge for sports. So the fact that all sports have been canceled, you know, our, our baseball team is really hot, really good this year. So I feel really bad for, for those seniors and those guys. Our softball team is always top 25. Our gymnastics team, as crazy as it sounds, one of the funnest sporting events I've ever been to. Mm. Um, they didn't get to finish off the, the nationals because of, of the coronavirus. And so, um, it's crazy. Uh, whenever I do have to travel, what's been nice here in Athens is because we're a college town, uh, a lot of kids and students have gone home. So <laughs> traffic is almost non-existent. But yeah, yeah, man, uh, I think that, that scare of trying to rush to get things because everybody else is wiping you know, the grocery stores clean, all that stuff is, is definitely live and, and well here in Athens. So it's crazy. Have they put any limits on your stores? Like uh, grocery stores, you know, you can't come in at 
you know, a certain amount of number of people. Like we need only just this amount of people to stay outside and this amount of people that can come in, or is it just kind of like free game still for the time being? You know, the last time I went, it was just, it was free for all, which is crazy to me, right? Cause they're, they're warning everybody don't congregate, don't come, don't get into huge groups. I went to the grocery store cause I was like, well, we need groceries and there's hundreds of people there. So yeah. Um, last time I went, that was last week, um, before it got real crazy. The only thing I do know is they're really limiting, you know, the time window. So some of our stores are are Kroger, kind of like Albertsons and and Carlsbad, um, the 24 hour Kroger, but that's totally changed. So it's giving grocery stores opportunities to restock because I think that's the misconception is that we're running out of things we need to stock up, but everybody's saying we have stock. We just need the opportunity to restock the store. Yeah. Cause as so, soon as you roll something brand new out in the middle of the day, you're going to get attacked. Yeah, dude. It's I've seen point. some videos where it's like toilet paper is like, has the saran wrap around it and it hasn't even come off yet. People are ripping it and just taking the things of toilet paper. I'm like, oh, yeah. dang, I know it's crazy. And why toilet paper of all things? Yeah, I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. I can totally, and and this might not be something I've <laughs> uh, prepared to say on the air, but I mean, you can totally use <laughs> other things, man. Like socks are fine. Uh, I don't know if I'd go yeah, with I mean, anything push reusable, comes to shove, right? Yeah, seriously. I mean, cr- yeah, crumble up some paper, man, and then just crumble it up multiple times Ooh. and flatten it out. You know, it's going to become Charmin. I love a little bit of a rough feel, you know, keeps you alive and well. <laughs> yeah, it does. It, it just changes your life. It's a, it's a life changer. Andy, OJ Simpson, uh, a former NFL player, uh, very commonly known for murdering people, um, says, <laughs> says he'll go crazy if all of the golf courses are closed. So that's been brought into question because the guy is crazy. And so if he's declaring he will go crazy, what does this do for all of society? I mean, if you haven't thought about quarantining yourself now, you better quarantine yourself. That's right. It's like you never know what this guy's going to do. You see a white Bronco drive around and you better hide your kids, hide your wife because he out here trying to get you. I know. Um, dude is nuts, though, man. I, I You got to run. You got to hide. Um makes things scary you know but also a little interesting a little interesting well and that's the thing too i'm thinking where did he live that's what i want to know yeah i don't know i don't know i'm not i I haven't looked at that i'm trying to like avoid that so that i'm hoping it's not close to me but he (laughs) and i'm thinking for sure he's traded in the white bronco right upgraded to you know a white expedition or something else new i mean we would hope but it's almost like kind of epic to have the Broncos still to be like, you know what? Check this out. It's almost kind of like a slap in the face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she runs like a butte. She runs like a real butte. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and then I guess we kind of jump over into Georgia is one of the best places for golf, right? We've, we, you guys have a gust over there and there's yeah. other great golf courses there. I mean, with all this going down, obviously Augusta is like one of those places you can't just go and just pay for, you know, uh, a round of golf, you have to actually be like, you have to reserve it. And I think you have to have a membership. Is that correct? Yeah. What I, what I know is it's kind of like a, a lottery based thing too. It, it's not so man. And it's um, generational, isn't it? Like if you don't, 
if your family isn't already in it, then you can't just like apply and just be like, Oh cool. I got in. Yeah. I think there's a very bureaucratic process, very deep, you know, deep in the pockets, but deep in generations of stuff that yeah. goes into it. It's pretty nuts. It's pretty heavy. Um, I've known people who've been in the lottery just to attend, uh, you know, the masters there and they spend a lot of money just to get in the lottery. Too. <laughs> it's yeah. Nuts. It is crazy. Um, blows me away. But there's all kinds of nice golf courses. Even uh, the University of Georgia has a really nice golf course. Um, Georgia's just known for it. So, and that's what I want to. I want to know, man. Like, this is all going on. You got to close them down. But it's not like a closed down facility. It's not like a basketball gym. You lock the doors and throw security on. I mean, people can jump fences and get into different places. So, how do? What do you think golf courses do to make sure? You know, hey, we're closed, but I mean, we just can't. Basically, you can't charge. Yeah, I think uh, so. What our mayor has done, kind of what I was saying earlier, you know, he's he's really, you know, hunkering down on people getting together at all. Which, I mean, we we got to be better. The nice thing about golf, though, too, is it can be a solo sport. Like you can just go golf by yourself. Yeah. So, I don't know what golf courses are doing security wise. I'm sure you know places like Augusta still have security on staff and on site because of people that will try and do that. Um, but I think just your normal mom and pop golf stop, uh, I don't know if there's much you can do. Yeah. Um, we've had officers, officers, what's been in talks right now, they can give you a citation and you can be fined for being in groups. So that's a thing. Um, but I don't know if there's much that's limiting you from checking it out. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Andy, you're one of the most positive guys I know, one of my most positive friends um, for sure. And so I'm gonna we're going to look at this from two different angles. This whole situation with sports being down, with activities being down, congregating just not a factor anymore. Uh, what bums you out the most about, um, about this whole situation, first of all? Well, I think it's the sports in general, right? I mean, anybody who, who likes sports, anybody who's, who's um, more likely to listen to this podcast, all sports best, right? Yeah. And we love sports. We love what's going on in the sports world. So not having um, sports available to us has been really weird. Uh, I can't think of any other feeling where I've, you just have no sense of entertainment. And then it puts things into perspective too, because you're seeing these athletes who have contracted the virus and you're like, oof. Um, yeah. So, uh, pretty crazy. I, I think the sports has been really tough for, for me. Like I said, UGA is a huge sports town. Mm-hmm. So the whole feel of the town just feels, it feels like we're in midsummer where everybody's gone and it's really quiet. So it's a little, a little strange, a little strange. Definitely. So to flip this over and kind of touch on that fact that you're so positive, tell me some of the positives, man. Like, let's talk about some of the good things that, I mean, it's obviously it's looked at as more negative than anything because it's, it's life threatening. It's uh, easy to spread. We don't know a cure just yet, but there are some things that we can take out of this and, and look at it as a, not a blessing, but just in a positive way. Yeah. I think the opportunity is to, uh, really be thoughtful and mindful and kind to each other 
um, especially, you know, for instance, the, the grocery store stuff, you know, we've seen all those stories of um, the older population, the more vulnerable population in the grocery store. And you've seen the picture of the old man who is trying to buy like napkins or something for toilet paper. And someone took a picture and then their story is, Hey, you know, I saw this and I couldn't let it happen. So I gave him the last thing of toilet paper that I actually took. Um, I think it gives us opportunities to really be um, sympathetic towards each other with people that we probably would normally not associate with because yeah. this is something we're all going through. So it's a global pandemic. This is something we all have in common. And what I think it gives us the opportunity to do is realize that uh, we have a lot more in common than we have uh, differences for um, and so hopefully it brings the world together and, and helps us be a little bit more sympathetic um, towards each other. Um, I think it gives us a chance, you know, as far as families go, it gives us that, that quality family time, you know, a lot yeah. of our families and kids are all stuck at home together. Um, so I, I think that's a great opportunity because, you know, my line of work, especially, you know, having Students who are in stable families who feel that love um, constantly um, are usually um, better off and feel more supported and have opportunities um, further down the road. And so I'm hoping this gives kids and families the opportunity to love on each other, um, talk, um, be creative with what we're doing, not just relying on TV or Netflix, but kind of getting back to being fun and using our imagination at the house. Yeah. Um, so I think there's a lot of things that we could take away that are positive. Um, one thing, right, as a teacher, as a fellow teacher, hopefully it's giving parents a better and a greater respect and perspective on what a teacher goes through. That's a good um, point. Because I think people still, uh, in these last five days, realizing well, teaching is really hard and these are my kids, right? Like I have great authority over them, but here's a teacher who isn't a parent to any of these kids who's having to discipline and work with and teach. So, yeah, I think those are some things that we can take away and, and work towards. So, All right. So I, I want to ask you one sports question and, uh, and then we'll, I'll let you go, man. Uh, Let's is, get it. So obviously we talked about Tom Brady uh, going to the Bucks. That's crazy. Uh, we see Todd Gurley. He's going to the Falcons. Also, kind of a weird move. But um, one of the guys that's been in the league for about seventeen hundred years, Jason Witten of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> he's now going. <laughs> he's now going to the Las Vegas Raiders, and that might be the weirdest one of all to me. Uh, Andy, what are your thoughts on on Jason Witten getting out of Dallas? Yeah, Mr. Reliable. Uh, dude has been around for, God, what feels like my entire life. Yeah. Uh, but I think he's a solid dude. I think um, you have Gruden looking at it from a standpoint of obviously you're trying to get someone at the tight end position, but someone in a leadership position, someone who's a little bit uh, older, uh, he's definitely going to be a vet and a leader for a younger team. Um, and you need that on a team to be successful. And so I think the Raiders have made uh, quite a bit of moves uh, in this offseason. Um, and so I think what Witten brings is some leadership, um, some perspective, uh, just some wisdom, right, that our young guys are going to be looking up to and trying to follow. Yeah. Um, 
It is interesting, though. It is a little bit different. Uh, he's not the tight end that I would have gone after, but he's still balling out. So we'll see what he has to offer. All right. I, I said I was going to let you go. I'm not going to let you go. I'm going to ask you one more question. Okay. Um, Please do. So we're hanging out. We're not able to go out. Netflix is still alive and well. Disney Plus, Hulu, you name it on the streaming service uh, side of things. Give me a couple of recommendations for those people at home that are listening and they're like, you know, after I listen to this, I, I need something to, to watch. So what what are you giving them? Mm. Well, I started a series on HBO. So if you have HBO, it's called The Outsider. It's really interesting, weird. I think it's based off of a book by Stephen King. Okay. Um, so it's a little dark, but it's really cool. Uh, kind of out there. Um for sports, they haven't come out with a new season yet, but I really dig. Uh, it's called QB1, uh, and it follows high school senior quarterbacks um, their senior year uh, before they go off to college. And so uh, that series I'm really into. Where where would you find that? Um, that's on Netflix. Okay. So that's on Netflix. QB1's on Netflix. Um, Disney Plus... I heard the new movie Onward with Chris Pratt is coming um, April 3rd for free. So no way a movie, not a series, but I'm pretty jacked about that. Um, what else? Uh, so when I got the new, my new iPhone, cause my phones were dying and been trying to get back on the, or get on the Apple train. Um, I got Apple TV. Okay. So if you have that, uh, a series called The Morning Show is fantastic, but it's only on Apple TV. Wow, you have um, quite the streaming uh, capabilities. Yeah, yeah, bro. We we got the hookups here. We got the hookups. <laughs> um, it's kind of bad, but that's what happens whenever you share with people, right? People give you their account, and you give them your account. Yeah, it's a, it's a community thing. Now you can't share yeah, anymore. Man. It's quarantine time. <laughs> yeah. Quit it. <laughs> I read this thing too, where uh, they're asking Netflix to lower their their picture quality because of everybody who's watching now at the same time. So it's gonna mess up the internet or something like that. Wow! So that's interesting. That definitely I don't know is. how true that is or not, but it's pretty nuts, man. Yeah. Yeah, and I can't sure. think of any more series right now, but just some off the top of my head. Yeah, that I can think sure. of. Andy, thank you so much for being on the show, man. We always appreciate it and love having you. On, so you're going to have to be back on again. Sorry, that's just the way it goes. You don't have a choice in the matter, but um, we hope you're having a great rest of your uh, weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, man. Always a pleasure to have Andy on the show out of Athens, Georgia. It's just kind of cool to get a different perspective. Guys, if you haven't yet, go check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok now available as well. And like I said at the beginning of the podcast, you're still here. I'd love to have you guys uh, DM us and say, hey, I want a sticker. I'll rep you guys on my phone or on my laptop or you know, on my desk. I don't know, whatever you want to put your sticker on. And uh, we'll send that over to you for free. And uh, we'll keep it clean and uh, we won't make contact or anything like that. Just be nice and and safe. All right. Next up on the agenda for the podcast is Isaiah Grijalva. He is a student at Carlsbad, New Mexico, and uh, he's going to give us his perspective and things that he's been doing to keep busy. Here we go. All right, guys. Now we're going to go over to a student here in New Mexico. His name is Isaiah Grijalva. And uh, so, Isaiah, how you doing, man? Pretty good. And you? Good, good. 
So I wanted to talk about a few different things uh, in, in a different perspective than some of the ways we've gotten it in the past. Um, first off, I know you you are not able to go to school probably for at least a minimum of another two weeks. So there's that for you, right? This is different. Something we've never been through ever before. And um, so I kind of want to hear about some of the things you've been able to do to keep yourself busy in the time being. Well, first things first, um, when the gyms were open, I think I was going to the gym probably like maybe twice a day just to kill time. Okay. Uh, I work out twice a day, like most of the time, just being in football. So like um, it was really just about keeping in shape. And then when the, the gyms got closed, I just started uh, – that was kind of a, a problem for me. I had to find a way to work out of my house with the minimal equipment I have. Okay. So it has been kind of cool figuring out new workouts, you know, and doing stuff that doesn't require so much and is just my body in like a few weights. Sure. Okay, cool. So like what, what, what weights are we talking? Like some dumbbells or like some medicine balls? Uh, really dumbbells. Um, uh, what are they called? Uh, kettlebells and uh, a bench. And I have a I got a hex bar, but I'm not trying to hurt my back. Okay. I don't I don't I don't squat. Okay, fair enough. Just no no leg day, no leg day. Yeah, no leg day. All right. So um, another thing that's been occupying your time is this new sport you've discovered. We can't watch basketball. We can't watch football, baseball, as of now. So you took up marble racing as as the new um, as, as a new viewer. So tell me about it. Yeah, so there's this guy I watch. I'm not sure if there's other people that do it. I just know of this one dude. Uh, his, it's called Jelly's Marble Racing. And if you've ever watched it, he sets it up. There's teams of these marbles, and there's certain marbles on those teams. And he creates like this race course for it. And it's most of the time a downhill race course. And right, it would be it'd probably be hard to go uphill, right? Yeah, definitely. Or <laughs> flat. It, it just couldn't move. Um <laughs> But he says it up pretty cool, and the way he does it is it's not just like you watch the marbles fall. It's it's if you're watching NASCAR, you see each marble in their position, you see their rank, and he moves it. He narrates it like if it's real. It's pretty interesting, especially okay. when you have nothing else to watch. Yeah, there's nothing. I mean, and that's that's a pretty safe bet, right? You're gonna watch somebody that's it's a one person, it's a one man sport. There's no crowd, so he's actually staying safe, also. Yeah, he's quarantined, definitely. Yeah, okay. Definitely. Very cool. All right, so tell me about your team. Right now, I know that you told me before we even got on the air that your team, the Atlanta Falcons, just signed somebody you're excited about, Todd Gurley, running back from the Los Angeles Rams. They dropped him uh, because I think if they would have kept him one more day, it was $10.5 million they were going to owe him. So they were like, eh, we're still not sure about you. Are you excited about this more than anything, or do you think that there's still some question marks around his like injury slash non-injury, that vague thing we still don't know what's going on with him yet? Well, definitely, like uh, I have faith in Todd Gurley. You know, he's still one of those elite running backs. You just count out. You just can't count out. Um, I I I do question his health. That's my main concern. Um, because Devontae Freeman had health issues. Health issues before and that's what kind of held us back after the super bowl mm. so i'm pretty excited i'm just hoping that you know he can produce the same seasons he had not last year but the season before with the rams okay yeah no he's he's definitely a humongous talent and a hard worker it's just a matter of is he healthy and and is he ready to go so i'm assuming that he passed physicals and or they're just taking him because they feel like well we're just going to take a chance no matter what well, yeah, and I think anything at this point was an upgrade besides um, Devontae Freeman. Not that he's good. Not that he's not good. 
but he's struggled in the fast last few years, especially after the Super Bowl. He just hasn't been the same. He had a couple injuries, and so I, from us moving on to that to Todd Gurley is perfectly fine with me. All right, so um, what are some of the things that you've been creating uh, as we've been on this break and, and this hiatus from school? Obviously, you can't just – you're not just sitting there. I mean, maybe you are just watching marble racing and the trade rumors and things like that. You've got to be doing some other things other than working out. What else uh, occupies your time? Well, um, definitely trying to hang out with my friends was a huge thing I was looking forward to. But as of right now, I think we're just all quarantining ourselves, staying home, playing video games, um, just kind of working to better ourselves in ways that we kind of don't understand. Because most of the time, you know, we want to do something, we're going to go out together. We're going to be together. Yeah. But right now, in such like difficult times, uh, which is no one really understands what to do. We're just kind of following our parents say and kind of just sticking to quarantining ourselves and, you know, be, being safe and being healthy. Kevin Durant was diagnosed with the coronavirus uh, just the other day. Did, do you think that kind of affects the way that people are looking at it right now? Like when a, when a celebrity or a, a big time athlete, a star gets it, they're thinking, okay, actually this might be something that's real. Yeah, and I think that we saw that with Rudy Gobert, you know. Um, you know, it was first the Ivy Leagues um, when we found out that they were the first to cancel. Their conference um, tournament? Yeah. And then, um, you know, Rudy Gobert gets it, and it, it's kind of like everybody's just – the world stopped for a second. Everybody was just looking at their phones, rechecking things. Everybody was in shock, and it kind of put everybody in a panic state. Panic, panic state, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. And so it just shows everybody, you know, these guys who they think are invincible are actually very vulnerable to this disease as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. So good way of putting it. All right, Isaiah, um, I appreciate you for being on the on the show. And uh, we do hope that you can, you know, find more things to do and enjoy your time and stay safe. Any last words yes. before you go? Um, Atlanta Falcons, Super Bowl next year. Believe it. Write it down. Uh, Tom Brady is not going to do well in the Buccaneers, and that's all. All. <laughs> all right, then. It's on the record. All right. Thank you. Have a good day, y'all. Thanks for listening to the All Sports Best Podcast. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcast or Spotify, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and join the conversation. Till next time, this is the All Sports Best Podcast. Oh, yeah.